okay, guys, we're going to have a fun stream today. It's my birthday, so we're going to keep it chill. I'm reacting to Jubilee's six black women and one secret Asian. Can we figure it out? And we're going to be surfing Reddit's Am I the A-hole and making our own decisions. Let's get into it. <laughs> of course. You know, you know, guys, that uh, sometimes we have the computer screen, sometimes we don't. This is one of those don't times, one of the more common. Let's go to Taylor How have we gotten Nashville. worse at this? We used to be like on it, never miss. And it's like we're we're like one for five of the last live streams. It's pretty bad. You know yeah. what? It's happy birthday. Yeah, thank you so much. We couldn't bring in this new birthday year with a solid uh, connection. Mm. <laughs> Scott's mm. in the producer's space. Hey, what's up, everyone? <laughs> At least we're going to have a chill stream today, guys. No hot topics, no controversial issues, no politics. We're just going to be watching a fun little video, seeing if we can figure things out, and then surfing Reddit and taking your guys' polls on who is the a-hole in the situations that are posted on that thread. Here we go. This is six black women, one secret Asian woman on Jubilee. I am black. I am black. I am black. I am black. I'm black. I am black. I'm Asian. Oh, well, they've told us, so we don't have to figure it out. I forgot that we're we're not gonna figure it out. We're gonna see it, and uh, we'll just we'll just comment we'll comment on everything that's going on. How many inches everybody have in their hair right now? Girl, my wig new is twenty four inches. Bam. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I have uh, twenty two, uh, eighteen, and sixteen inches oh. of my hair still in right now. I'm big wig style, girl. I have not. I have a natural haircut. I have a fade. I'm natural, so I'm waiting for braid season. Oh, Hold on. Dude, I feel like this would be so easy to figure out. Do you guys feel like you could go into this, right, and and figure this out immediately? Like, pretty quickly. Like, I mean, if I were uh, there with those people, I don't know. It depends on how well the Asian girl can pretend to be black. I yeah, guess. what a tricky territory <laughs> to be in. How do you pretend to be black, like, in the current climate? I don't think that would... Right, that's a bold move to go on a panel like this. And, like, what if you're really good? Is that, like, that... I don't know. Yeah, is it offensive weird. if you're really good? <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know. You tell me. That'd be rough. I don't know. Okay. I shaved my hair, so I have like a blonde oh, little, okay. you know, go with the Tiffany Haddish look right now. <laughs> she said Tiffany Haddish, that's right. I don't have a wig on or I don't have any type of weave, so that's gonna make me feel a little suspicious from the start. What y'all moisturized mm -hmm. with this morning? What you oh, mean, are you talking about like... skin or hair? Oh, I, you moisturized. Oh, we skin? got a fifty dollars yeah. chat yeah. already. Oh, pause got for that. Pause real quick. It says from text fraud. Have a happy birthday, and I hope you have many more. We all love you, Swole. On <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, text fraud. I really appreciate it. Yeah, this is twenty three for me. I'm I'm chilling today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm just going to go to dinner with my best friend and my boyfriend. We're going to go get some Italian food and then we're going to, you know, hang out. We might go dancing and then that's it for, mm. for my birthday, my birthday oh. festivities. By the way, I was supposed to give Scott a cue, but we have a little surprise for you. Oh, no, uh -huh. you don't. Yeah, so he's going to oh, step out for yeah, a second. Yeah, give, me, give me a moment. And give you I'm going to give minute. him a subtle cue. Scott, can you please step out of the room for a second? Scott, now, do you see me making the signal? No. Uh, Guys. I love this, this super chat from Text Fraud said, uh, I hope you have many more. That's kind of... Uh, Hey, kind we always cryptic. do that in my family when we when we sing happy birthday. Always at the end we go, and many more. 
Right. I mean, I guess that's a traditional thing, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. it's like, why do you have to say you hope? I mean, you are going to have many more. You're only 23. <laughs> right. You never know. Tomorrow isn't promised, I guess. What is yeah. this? Here we go. <laughs> I love it. I'm like a contortionist. Yeah. This is the best cake and candles and balloon that uh, DoorDash from Vons could, could muster. That is amazing. Yeah. You guys can't see Scott, but he's like wiggling Here through. Is. This is actually beautiful. Oh, wow. He even beautiful. got it lit. This is like Wait, we gotta show you gotta hold oh, it yeah. up to be there in the shot. There we go. You gotta, you gotta see. You go. Can you guys see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? No. It's like a, a gender reveal cake. If my kid it was gonna it's be non-binary. Oh, yeah. no. This is like the cake you get when you're raising babies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna blow this out. Okay. And then did Why we cancel the balloon? Out? Or? Uh oh. It's. A... What if it was a trick, a trick candle? candle? <laughs> it is. Oh. Isn't it? <laughs> We're gonna start is a fire. Is that gonna in the stay studio. out? Is that gonna stay out? Okay, Let, let's hold oh, it and we'll man. see. We need, we need to put that out. It looks like so much. Smoke. <laughs> let's get the air going. The fire alarm's gonna go off yeah. and it's back. <laughs> it's gonna be the craziest stream ever. <laughs> it's back. Oh my god! I love it. Okay. I didn't even mean to get you trick candles. I literally ordered that off of DoorDash and just That's put whatever in the cart. I'm gonna dip it in this liquid. There we there go. go. I'm that'll, so sorry. The trick is over, uh, guys. This is always great. I'm that'll gonna scale. as I do. Traditionally, you guys got brought me cake but no fork. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna, I'm gonna like eat this That's cake for a purpose. <laughs> this is a mukbang birthday stream. I got oh it. God. Scott's prepared. Oh. Thank you guys so much. Guys Let me know. Feel better balloon. Oh my God. Yeah. So this was another. Uh, <laughs> feel better soon about being a year older. So yeah, I ordered it on DoorDash and I put in the instructions, get a inflated old. birthday balloon. And apparently that was too complicated for the Dasher. So you got to feel better soon. Feel better instead. soon. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is amazing. Okay. Uh, Somebody so, just commented, Amanda Fry says living for the chaos today. Uh, and that it's... is exactly where we're at. You know, you never know what to expect on this stream. Uh, feel better soon. <laughs> Someone said, lol, a feel better soon balloon and a queer cake. That... <laughs> It's a good day. Maybe this will be like a birthday tradition. For every birthday, we'll we'll get each other very weird things to uh, yeah. to display on on the stream, guys. We're yeah, gonna... that's what, that's totally what I was going for. I was just <laughs> trying to be gag. It's silly, you know. <laughs> this wasn't a failure at all. <laughs> One time, Taylor got me a, a Christmas present, and it was like a, an ornament you put on your Christmas tree that said like number one TikToker or something like that. It was something oh, to yeah. that effect. I and forgot I, about that. I opened it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. What a great gag gift. And he was so offended. By <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's an actual gift. You're the best TikToker. Oh, man. Uh, but anyways, guys, <sighs> we're going to get back into this video and I'm going to eat some cake. So <sighs> let's do it. Okay, yeah. shea butter, yeah. that's shea butter. Shea butter. Definitely shea butter. I use cocoa I'm real butter. dry, butter, so I had to use real thick lotion. Lotion? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I use that shea, like that thick stuff. Once you get out the shower, you gotta put the shea butter, a little oil. Who just said shea butter at the end? Well, I said shea butter with the oil. Oh, the, when you get off the shower. No, listen, I'm... If you're gonna lie and pretend to be black, say you use shea butter or cocoa butter. That will, you'll fly under the radar. Just letting you know. Not that I think you guys are going to be pretending to be black anytime in the near future. Probably. So don't lead with like watermelon. It <laughs> <laughs> might work too. To be honest, oh, it is my favorite fruit. So I'm living for the stereotypes and I love fried chicken. So 
Sorry. I'll play that. We cannot be ashy. Okay. okay. How, you, how, you make your, how you make collard greens? Ham hocks. You need smoked meat. Smoked turkey tails. Turkey, turkey. turkey tails. It was very intimidating, too, I will say, because they came with the heavy questions, like, right off the bat. They were ready. I'm sorry, Michelle. I'm, 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 I can obviously see her, and I'm not blindfolded, but I feel like she wouldn't trick me. I feel like she's not tricking me. That voice is not tricking me. I feel like there's a certain... Je ne sais quoi, you know? <laughs> I feel like I would figure it out. <laughs> the t-shirt, too. Like. Yeah, the t-shirt, too much soul. I love that. Very on the nose. Love that. By the way, we have a poll going. If Everyone's asking for you to inhale the balloon helium. <laughs> inhale. Okay, we'll do that at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Lose a few brain cells. We'll do that. So we don't really eat collard greens. I'm from Haiti, so oh. we don't eat that. So I don't really cook. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Okay. But turkey I'll be for going sure. to Trader Joe's. I I'm sorry. How long? If somebody said Trader Joe's, I would be like, "There's a white person in here." <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'd be like, "We got him, boys." <laughs> I feel like I do not see black people hanging out at Trader Joe's. Mm -mm. I feel like that is a, a white affair, the the Trader <laughs> Joe's. But hey, who am I? I cook y'all greens for until the Lord says stop. Yes, no. <laughs> what right. shows did people watch growing up? Ooh. Girl, how far you want to go back? Because hey, I got some. Just like black shows here. I was like, she is here. Sisters, sisters. Okay, I went way back. Living single, my mom loved How in the world do they know who's speaking? I know. How are you guys? How are you supposed to decipher? Now at this point, I would be like, okay, whoever's not speaking right now is not the black person. Who didn't speak during that whole time? You're out. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're all speaking at the same time. No strategy. No sense of strategy in this one. Anyway, it's it's honestly quite loud. I'm gonna lower the volume a little bit. Okay. A new world. Girlfriends is my kind of. Okay, now they're. What's her name? Different world? There we go. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I saw them do this in the guys' one, but like finish this. Yeah. We're brothers. We're happy and we're single and we're colored. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure. Where's everybody from? I'm from North Carolina. I'm from the Far East side of Indy. Indy. Indiana, oh, Indiana. Uh, okay. Specifically, because uh, it's Indiana, then you got Indianapolis. I'm in the heart of the city. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Born in Riverside, California. My mom and dad are separated, so he lived in Chicago, Gary, Indiana, so I was kind of like, both hey, from the G. Yeah. I just want to hear what they <laughs> Gary, Indiana, so no. we know how to yeah. 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 I'm from Eugene, Oregon, and then I moved out here like two years ago. I live between Detroit and Battle Creek, Michigan. Okay. okay. I'm from Jersey, 20 minutes out of the city. Who's from Oregon? A kidust. Me. Can I hear your customer service voice? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how are you doing today? Oh my gosh. Like, you know, I might guess her or the Asian at this point. You know, they're, they, they would both be kind of on my radar at this point. But her name is Kidest. Have you ever met a white person named Cadest? No. It's more like, my name's Kaylee, but instead of like E-Y, it's I-I-I-E-Y. <laughs> Three E's. <laughs> it's like a basic name, but they just throw a bunch of letters in there. <laughs> but Cadest, I'd be like, this is not, this is not. I've never heard that name before. I would no. be like, she's gotta be some sort of ethnic 
ethnic background, but we're talking about Asian versus black. So maybe a black, an Asian person named Cadest? Maybe, maybe. Like, I don't know, I don't have a customer service voice like that. You don't have a customer service voice. <laughs> How many black people from Oregon? 2%? Yeah, that's that's what made me suspicious. And also, what was it's it about Cadez? Her fair. code switch. So I was like, okay, let me see if Cadez just has one of those voices or if this is a white woman. Does anyone else here have like African family members or immigrant family members? My family, they're immigrants. No, Slavery Sick. happened. Yes, yeah. I was a, I'm a slave black yeah. person. My dad, he is an Ethiopian refugee and okay. moved here oh, when he was a teenager. So yes. yeah, raised in that culture. And then my mom is white, so I'm biracial. Okay. Uh, what school did everybody go to? For what age? Like college. Oh, I went to a PWI. I also went. To, I went to Michigan State. Yeah, I also went to a PWI. A PWI. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's a predominantly white institution. What oh, a I weird did not know thing. That. What like a weird thing to say. Okay, what yeah. level? What level is that? Like that could be. <laughs> right. Like, oh. like if you went to a predominantly like Asian school, would you be like, I went to a PAI? <laughs> no. Obviously, you have HBCUs, which are like historically historically black institutions. So you have that, but it's just weird to be like, I went to a predominantly white institution. I used to live in Baton Rouge, and um, there's Southern University there, and that's like a predominantly historically black one, I think. Uh -huh. And uh, I knew one white girl who went there, and she was like the only white girl around us. Heck yeah! Kind of, so she would be great for this because she could throw everyone off, be like, I went to Southern, and they'd right. be like, Oh, right, right, I got right, you. Right, right. You never know. There's little, little, little details. PWI. I went to Jackson State. I don't okay. want to give them credit. I went to Indiana University. Oh, are you IUPUI? No, uh, not IUPUI, girl. That's IU. <laughs> That's I. Not Purdue. Uh, don't do Purdue, girl. Okay. Uh -huh. Let me just don't do Purdue. Yeah, you tried. <laughs> I tried. I tried. What's everybody's um, favorite like icon growing up? Girl, I'm gonna say mine was like Shaka Khan. Ooh, I love me some Shaka Khan. I've seen her a couple mm. of times last. Shade. That's Scott's Sh favorite okay, too. Shade. <laughs> you you love Shaka Khan? Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, that's top Absolutely, notch right yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just admit it, I don't know who that is. I don't know is who Shaka really I've heard me? the name Shaka Khan, not listen to anything that has to do with Shaka Khan. Okay. Ever. So, y'all still have your black cards. I didn't really look up to celebrities growing up. I, I'm honestly, it sounds cliche, but my mom, because she was a widow and she raised me and my sister by herself, so I look up to her still. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mine's yeah. probably Shirley Chisholm, the politician. Oh, shit. Hey, I'm Cole. I directed this episode of Odd One Out. If you like this episode and you want to see more... Okay, Cole, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Cole. <laughs> There's been a three-way tie. Oh, what? So the tie is between EJ say hello. Hello. Michelle say hello. Hello. And Tia say hello. Hello. The four of you who are not called out, each of you can ask them one question, okay? Um, maybe how has your relationship with blackness changed like over the course of your life? You know how hard that would be to answer if you're not black? <laughs> how has your relationship with blackness changed? <laughs> Dear, imagine you're trying to answer that. I don't know what you would say. I'd be like, it used to be more chill, and now everything's all tense. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Imagine. Well, after the summer of 2020. <laughs> I mean, I'm me. I love me. Like, period. It's just, it's getting bigger, better and better every day. I love being black. I would. Oh, no, she's gonna struggle. Way. I grew up with a family that was really proud to be black, but I grew up in a really white neighborhood, a really white area, so I didn't see people who looked like me, and that was really difficult. Uh, to deal with because 
people just made me feel bad for being like a dark-skinned black woman, especially. It wasn't until I went to college and met other black people um, that I really got a chance to be proud of my blackness and get involved with the community. And I just love myself more and more every day, honestly. That's right. <laughs> she started talking about her experience as a dark-skinned woman. And I was like, for somebody non-black to be coming in here specifically being like, oh, I'm a dark-skinned woman. I'm like, ah. Right. That right, that'd be very awkward. <laughs> Imagine if you that'd like, be a bold strategy, but you'd probably win. Right, be like, surprise, shawty. <laughs> <laughs> this girl is so pretty, by the way, just a little side note. It would be sick. So I was like, EJ was telling the truth. I was gonna say, yeah, just growing up and just being kind of uncomfortable in my skin, but then like being able to go, like I went to predominantly white school sometimes and mixed, but then when I went to Jackson State, just being able to be proud of like who I am and accept who I am more, but now kind of the way things are with the time, it's just- She's talking too much. I think more people are open. If she hasn't said the word black once, y'all really mm -hmm. set her up for failure on this one, because what is she supposed to say? <laughs> You're supposed yeah. to lie. If you're gonna commit to this and be like the mole in this situation, you gotta you gotta commit. You gotta just start telling all sorts of lies. You like a few N words. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go Robert Downey yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta do the whole damn thing. To so learning more <laughs> and understanding and, and being more accepting. So um, it's it's just good to have those kind of conversations to bring more awareness. Uh -huh. All right, I think Look at her. She didn't say anything about her blackness and like finding her blackness. She was just like, I found myself. So I found that to be a little suspicious. Oh, man. What? I just well, kind of kept it. it general to my experiences with black culture and how I grew up. But they were coming straight with the, I think the first round was supposed to be very light. It was not. They already got her. That's it? What is the meaning of this? Why would we watch the rest of the video? I know, why would her? I watch the rest of the video? They already got her out. You skip to the end? Yeah, I'm gonna skip to the end. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what the heck? They literally got her immediately. But you knew that was gonna happen. I mean, yeah. it would have been like you said. She would have had to like be really bold and commit yeah, and say something about her blackness or whatever. Yeah, you have to just commit to the lie and do yeah. it. The, have you seen the one where they did it with the black guys and one white guy? Mm -mm. The white guy won. I, I'll have what? to pull that up for wow. a second. He was that was the blackest white man I've ever seen in my life. Well, was it Malibu's <laughs> most wanted? <laughs> oh my well, god! The has won. I'm scared. And the box turned green. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They got her. Whatever. Where's the where's the one with the okay. It's like six black guys, one white man. Oh, one white ma. You'll just have to listen to him speak. I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. How weird. did he do it? Watch, you'll hear it right off the bat. Who's one of the brothers? You feel me? Who here knows what the smell of a hot comb on a head? It stink. It stink real bad. What are some prominent songs that you're gonna hear at a family reunion? Oh, they played a lot of blues. Marvin C, Bobby Blue Bland. Then when they got drunker, it was Tupac. And <laughs> you see, he wins, and that's just how he talks. Whoa. He's like, oh, I'm from the street, man. Like, street. you know, you, you grew and up. He had like, like that. no hesitation either. None. 
nine. He, they were literally, they had this whole conversation where the guys were like, you know, like, how do you feel about your blackness and like racism and like affirmative action or something like that. Like something about like reparations and all that stuff. And he literally was like, I don't even know what that is. I ain't got time to worry about all that. <laughs> he won. He won. He won the money. I'm like, oh How much money gosh. they win? I think they win just like 200 bucks. I don't think it's that huh. much. I think it's like, I think it's 200 bucks or something like that. Well, anyways, guys, deal. I wish we could actually like play along. Like maybe we should have blindfolded ourselves and tried to figure out who the girl, <laughs> who the girl was. Blindfolded you. Uh, but still, blindfolded you. I feel like we would have figured out that girl immediately because she wouldn't even be straightforward about it. Now we're going to move on to Reddit. Am I the a-hole? You guys are going to be able to participate in this one and follow along and make your own judgments here. Here is our first one. Am I the a-hole for disregarding a friend's list of baby names? It says, I'm 26, pregnant, and my boyfriend, 29, and I are extremely happy. We have similar age friends that we have told about the pregnancy. They were happy, very happy for us, but one couple in particular hadn't even known about our pregnancy for more than 15 minutes before they gave us a list of 30-plus names that we absolutely could not use under any circumstances. <laughs> Normally, I would be considerate about such a thing. We have family-related names on our own list and understand how it could be heartbreaking to have someone else use it in front of you. However, their list more or less consists of most used names from the last few years. I've asked them on multiple occasions if any of the names have some special significance to them, and every time they said no. They simply just like them. We are expecting our baby in a few months, whereas this couple isn't even trying to make a baby and aren't planning on it for, <laughs> for a few more years. They have been together way longer than my boyfriend and I have been uh, talking about baby names and have been talking about baby names for the last five plus years. But as far as I have understood and am aware, their list constantly changes. We don't even need to read anymore, do we? Oh my gosh. Must I go on, on this, this whole situation? No, this this is equivalent to those people who try and save parking spots when the person who's supposed to park is like 20 minutes away. Like, <laughs> not, not get out of here. Like, this is not working. Absolutely not. I would people literally... on the subway who put their bag next to them when the train's full and so you can't sit down next to them. Yeah, <laughs> right. Energy. It's exactly, yeah. it is that same energy. How you're not even having a child and you give your friend who is in a few months a list of names that they cannot use. How narcissistic do you have to be? Like, good lord, that is so wild. And to have like, them, I don't be care like how basic. close you are. Like, I we, I am not eliminating a name for my child based on your preferences. Like, it's a little weird, maybe if you have like a family member who has already had a baby or a close friend, I guess, who's already had a baby and they took the name that you maybe wanted. Even then, I'm like, you know what? screw it like it's your child it's gonna be their life like you name them what you feel like you're supposed to name right. them like, you yes. can't let other people's preferences you know interfere with your child's life and like what yeah. you know putting the name on them they're gonna have forever like that's so much more meaningful who cares what anyone else does 100 i'm like just let them be name their baby even if you had if you somehow through just like a stroke of bad luck had two babies named the same thing i mean what is the big What's the big issue? The name has significance for you and you alone. You keep that within yourself and you let other people go about their day. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Of course, I think the internet agreed on this one. Most people yeah. said that. The chat, we've got 87, which 13% of y'all think she's 
She is the a-hole for that? I don't who who hey, are you? Y'all must have read the question wrong. There's trolls. no way. There's, There's no, no way. There's an element of first come, first serve here. If you have a baby literally in your arms and you're trying to name it, like <laughs> you have the right away to do so. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that was a really funny joke, and I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, <laughs> how are you gonna do this? It's your birthday. <laughs> I was about to Michael Scott you guys so hard on that one. Oh my gosh. I'm good. You can't leave us hanging like that. I have to, uh, unfortunately, on that one. Okay, I'm going to read the next one. Am I the a-hole for not pushing my family to include my fiancé in Christmas card photos? I am 37 male and engaged to my fiancé, 31 female. Planning on getting married at the end of this year. My family takes a Christmas card photo every year, usually around big events like graduations or parties where everyone is together, which isn't often. Years ago, my mom instituted a not until you're married policy to uh, a policy to basically say significant others are not going to be in photos until they are husband and wife. My fiance has had significant issues with this. Last year, when the family took photos shortly after she and I were engaged, she directly made snide comments to me about how excluded she feels. This year, she flatly refused to drive with me to a family graduation, saying how hurt and excluded she felt by this policy. Quote, since we are getting married this year and the card is coming out the year that we are getting married, end quote. I've tried to explain that this isn't our card, that this isn't our right to tell others who can and can't be on the card. And we could always have our own card to start our own tradition. She's made several comments around how surprised she is that I haven't stood up for her to my mother even telling me that she's discussed the issue with others, and they are also surprised that I wouldn't take a stand with my mother on this. She also made a point uh, multiple times to say, quote, good, less time to spend on photos with them at the wedding, end quote, implying a tit-for-tat response to this policy. I don't really know what to do. Am I the a-hole? I'll throw this over to the guys who, we've got two married guys on the panel today. <laughs> you want this one first, Taylor? <laughs> uh... It is kind of weird to me, like, if you're engaged, I would think you're part of the family at that point. But right. is this like one of those engagements that's possibly doesn't have a end in sight? And, you know, the family's like, no, nah, yeah, you're engaged. But, you know, is there anything ever right. going to happen in that case? I guess maybe there'd be reason to to not, you know, for the ma the, the matriarch to not want to include you in the photos but if you're at the point where you're engaged i'm like you're pretty much family so i would say uh he wouldn't i guess he so he would be the asshole for not pushing his family to accept her hmm. or, mm, okay mm -hmm. scott i'm gonna take the opposite side of that coin um okay. i don't think he's the asshole nor are the parents i like i actually went through the same exact thing and i totally agreed with my my wife's family it's mm. like bfd engaged ain't married as michael scott said you know mm. it, to your point earlier taylor uh talking about an engagement or an engagement going, you know, beyond a year, two years, three years, you know, with no end in sight, you know, that's the Pam and the Roy right. issue. It's, um, right. so it comes up, it's like, you know, it's, it's not official until there's a ring on it. And I totally get that and respect the patriarch and matriarch there's an of engagement the family. Ring. Yeah. Yeah, there is. But, <laughs> but you know, at least for me until you make that commitment yeah. in front of God and at the altar, like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's not true. Oh, okay. So we got a wow. split crowd. You guys in the uh, chat in the poll, 
37% of you are saying, yes, he is the a-hole for not pushing his family to include the fiance, and 63% of you say no. So you're on Scott's side, 37 are on Taylor's side. I'm in the middle on this one. I really don't know. It's just a family photo, so I think at the end of the day, like it's not technically that important. I, I get that people place a lot of importance on these things. I would not be up in arms about it. I feel like from the fiance's perspective, if she's super upset about the photos in particular, there's something else going on. Like, would, yeah, yeah. Good I would point. ask the question, how is the family treating you in other areas, in other directions? Like, what else is going on? Yeah, and maybe the parents see that she's going tit for tat in the in her response and being really petty about it and not yeah. just, like, taking it on the chin or at least, you know, you right. know taking it it's in It's tough stride. to read the situation. Yeah, the without... parents could see that, but right. the fiancé himself may not. So yeah. that's probably why they're making that decision. Yeah, it's an interesting place like if she's that upset about it is there other things going on if the mom really doesn't want her in it is there other things going on because i'm thinking if i was a mom and my son was getting married and they're engaged i would be like and i liked her I'd be like absolutely get in the family photos and like we're yeah, so exactly. excited to have you be a part of the family like i can't wait for you to be there and be a new addition and all of these things so if you're not getting that energy it is really a that would be upsetting but right so that's where it's like is the bride to be you know kind of high maintenance is she demanding is she you know is there some weird like you know tension going on already and drama that we're not really aware of through this situation because yeah. like you said i think the very straightforward reaction would be like you're engaged yeah you're 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 in right that's what i would think but if your mom yeah if the mom's like not till you're married it kind of implies like i don't think you're gonna get married or like something like that it's like a little there's this i don't know do you think there's a difference too if it's the male like if if it were switched right so the male um the male wasn't or was the one who obviously asked uh for her hand in marriage mm -hmm. but her family was the one that was saying he couldn't be in it or said that he could do you think there's a difference in like hey this guy put his money where his mouth is bought an engagement ring made a commitment mm -hmm. to her at least um you know in theory mm -hmm. like do you think there's a difference in those scenarios i don't know no because what if he's roy Usually it's, <laughs> right. it's the girl who's, one, yeah. who's ready to set a date and it's the guy who's dragging his feet. Yeah. So fair point. Yeah. I think yeah. if you both said yes, it's just like to me, I would be like, get in the family photo. But I get it. I get it. If you're yeah. like super if you're super traditionally minded, then yeah, marriage, I guess, is that is that marker. But I would just yes. speculate there's probably other things going on. Especially with the tip for tat comment too. That's yeah. kind of Mm, little petty red flag little petty if you were like a good girlfriend you'd probably just be like oh, okay i understand i'll sit this one out i do have a, a relatable story to this like the summer before my wife and i got engaged um i was they broke the traditional rule and let significant others come on the beach trip with uh, my wife's family so i went with her cousins and everybody um but we were like not engaged yet and at that point we weren't like we weren't I, I was not ready to pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. So it was like this super awkward tension because the whole family was kind of like, we kind of made an exception for you here. And then, of course, the time came to take family photos. And I held the camera and took family photos while, oh, <laughs> while they all posed. Uh, yeah. But I was like, you know what? I, that That's right. I have not earned the right to be in this photo because I haven't produced a ring yet. So I don't blame y'all one bit. That's so uh, funny. You're like chilling yeah, so on the beach and is, is her yeah. dad hands you a margarine is like, come here. You don't marry my daughter. You're gonna going to fully on? pay for this beach vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it from both awkward. sides. A little awkward. I feel like I'm fence sitting, but yeah. I don't. I don't have an answer for you guys, unfortunately.
but you have Scotts and Taylors, and you guys think uh, that he's not the a-hole. So there we are. Here's a new one, okay? And Scott has a newborn baby, so this is going to be triggering. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to see how you feel about this one. You'll be the ultimate authority on this one. I already got worked up over that last one. (laughs) Am I the a-hole for not helping my wife with our newborn at night because I work early mornings and for asking my mother-in-law to leave our house? Hello, Reddit. This is my first time posting here, but I'm really needing some outside perspective. I'm a male, 34, and my wife is female, 32. We've been married for six fantastic years, and we recently had our first child, a beautiful girl who's now six weeks old. Things have been tumultuous lately, and I'm not sure if I'm the one being unreasonable. I work a physically demanding job in construction that starts at 6 a.m. This means I have to wake up at 4.30 a.m. to get ready and commute. My job needs to be... My job needs me to be alert, as any lapse could lead to serious accidents. My wife is on a year-long maternity leave and has the responsibility of carrying our baby throughout the day, caring for our baby throughout the day. Here's the problem. Our newborn, as they do, wakes up several times throughout the night. My wife has been insisting that I help with these late-night feedings and changes, but I've explained to her that a lack of sleep could seriously jeopardize my performance at work and my own safety. To add more drama into the mix, my mother-in-law has moved in with us to help with the baby. However, her idea of help often involves criticizing my wife's parenting, which only adds to her stress, and dictating how we should run our household. She's also been siding with my wife on the nighttime assistance issue, making me feel ganged up on in my own home. I help as much as I can when I'm off work. I take on most of the cooking, cleaning, and tend to the baby as soon as I'm home till she sleeps. But the continuous pressure and lack of sleep are becoming unbearable. After a particularly heated argument, I told my mother-in-law that if she wasn't going to contribute positively, she needed to find somewhere else to stay. My wife was upset, saying I was out of line for kicking out her mother. I feel bad, but I also think that the current situation isn't sustainable. So Reddit, am I the a-hole? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Scott. Got, you got to answer this, <laughs> one, this one on first. Okay. I mean, first and foremost, I totally understand what you're going through right now. I mean, the, the lack of sleep, no one ever teaches you about, um, you know, post birth for the baby and new, new parents. The hospital is just like, okay, you got two days and then here's your baby. Good luck. Right, like right. off you go, figure it out. Peace out. Um, which is, it's, it's wild. But Hey, the thing is, is humans have done this throughout our entire existence, throughout all of human civilization and mankind. So you can figure it out as well. Granted that said, the lack of sleep, it does increase just emotional tension between, um, you know, married couples or Mm -hmm. or couples in general like that's just part of it um and it's just a matter of like having that good communication and then like i i can commiserate with you like the 4 30 wake up 6 a.m you know on site working you know laborious jobs like that's that's different from my perspective where i'm sitting here editing videos and and doing stuff digitally um so that's a little different but yeah it I don't know. From my from my standpoint, I want to do everything I can one for my family, and if that means that I have to stay up, you know, longer hours to change a couple diapers and to soothe my child who's mm-hmm. crying, like I, you know, I'm I'm biting that bullet and I'm doing it because I know in the end that's going to pay off dividends. Right. Um, you know, granted, you have a very different situation, so again, I I commiserate with you on in that, and um, you know, I I, I can't necessarily give any more feedback or. Um, unsolicited advice um, outside of that. It's just, you know, you got to start working on the communication and being honest with your wife and definitely have a more open conversation with the uh, mother-in-law because I, Mm -hmm. like, 
I've only heard horror stories about dealing with mother-in-laws. Mine is yeah. awesome. So um, <laughs> I haven't you. had that issue. That's awesome. That What a diplomatic answer you just gave, Scott. <laughs> Mine was far less diplomatic. <laughs> now I'm like rethinking. I'm like, this is not the husband's fault at all. No way is he the a-hole in this situation. If your wife is on maternity leave for a whole year, meaning a whole year. That's wild. She is home, yeah. right, with your baby, and she's not working, and the mother-in-law is there. That's the crazy part to me. Yeah. That like, yeah. is- Y'all can't figure that out? Y'all yeah. can't figure that out. And uh, to have the mother-in-law who is staying there, presumably not working, being like, you need to wake up at in the middle of the night when you have to work construction the next day to feed your baby, uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Like. Well, yeah, that's that's part of what I was saying is just like having right. that open conversation because it seems like if they're not understanding that issue in that like contrast right, right there, there's, right. there's, there's a miscommunication. Issue. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. The fact that the guy's going on Reddit to vent is the the red yeah. flag that there's definitely Big not one. healthy communication in the household, and that could be partially on him. You know, so that's that's something to factor in here too. But on the surface, this totally seems patently obvious that the guy. He's, you know, going out there, being the breadwinner, has this strenuous job. He's literally um, not safe if, for him to not be fully alert. That that definitely sounds like they should pick up the slack to at least he can get a, a, a decent night's sleep. Um, and, you know, if you have two other people who are living there, surely they can cover that that stretch of time. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, especially if they're not working. That's wild. Imagine you're a man in this situation, right? And you are like stressed out you're working in construction just doing like brute force labor all day long and then you come home and the mother-in-law is like telling you mother-in-law who's staying at your house on your dime is telling you you need to wake up yeah, in man. the middle of the night Oof. and Oof. criticizing your wife and how she's parenting like Oof. good lord yeah man it wouldn't That's work rough. i might not kick her out but i would there would definitely be a strong conversation about what would need to happen in that situation I'm sorry. So, I'm we're I'm voting not the not the a hole. I think Scott, you agreed, not the a hole in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Just communicate. Yeah, it's it's all about communication here, man. And Taylor, you're not the a hole. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's the a hole. But I do think it's sketchy that he's going to Reddit to do this. Like, you need to figure out how to communicate, like Scott's saying, and like. I feel that way about all of these. Like I could never imagine yeah, yeah, like yeah, going fair. and typing out these things, but I guess it's, it's like if you've a... reached the point where you're on am I the a-hole, that's uh, not right. a good sign. Just see your way out. You find something else there. Okay. Here's another one. Am I the a-hole for silencing my girlfriend? I, male 28, have been dating my girlfriend, Nancy, female 25, for about two months now. We met on a blind date that our friend set us up on and have been seeing each other relatively regularly since then. I'm not entirely sure if we're officially boyfriend and girlfriend, but Nancy seems to think so. Nancy describes herself as a bit of a mean girl. <laughs> Who self-describes as a mean girl? Red flag, <laughs> leave her, get out of there right There's now. There's two red flags. He doesn't know the status of their relationship <laughs> yes. and his girlfriend calls herself a mean girl. Oh this is getting tough. Horrifying, already. okay. I honestly thought she was joking for a while as she is typically quite nice. However, she has an awful tendency to insult people based primarily on their appearance. These insults can happen anywhere and anytime and can be targeted at literally anyone. I like how he's talking about it like it's a medical condition. These insults can happen anywhere at any time and can be targeted at literally anyone. <laughs> like she has like Tourette's or something. Like, what do you mean? Of course, she never says these things about the person right in front of them. The other day, I invited Nancy to a family friend's event we were having. 
My mother's friend, Sarah, had just gotten out of the hospital for cancer. Sarah's family and my family are very close. I've known them since I was born and consider them to be extended family. Due to cancer and chemotherapy, oh gosh, Sarah no longer has hair and is very thin. Once Nancy saw her, she started smirking. I literally pleaded with her not to say anything rude, and she agreed, but told me that I was ruining her fun. Fast forward, I'm chatting with my mother, female 55, and sister, female 24. Nancy walks by and says hello. She chats for a bit and started making several highly offensive jokes about Sarah and her appearance. I will not repeat anything, but her jokes mainly pertain to baldness and anorexia. My mother and sister looked mortified, and so was I. I literally had my jaw hanging open for a good few seconds. Once I snapped out of it, I firmly told Nancy to stop and that no one found her shitty sense of humor funny except herself she got upset and said that i was being controlling and misogynistic for trying to silence her controlling and misogynistic <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course of this course is such a red flag i maintained my position and reaffirmed that her comments were insane she got even more upset and asked that we leave i said that it would be rude for me to go as it was still relatively early and she ended up leaving on her own am i the a-hole Boy, get off the internet and go break up with that girl right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Go break up with you the girl. You cannot run away fast enough or far enough. Oh my gosh. Good lord. Have you ever had dating experiences like this? Like this horrible? Uh, That's horrific. No, you don't make it that far with someone who's like that. You can right. usually th their reputation would precede them. I don't know what she's got on this guy like the spell that keeps him in a relationship with her but this sounds like a horrible person yeah, yeah. is she hot or something i don't understand what's going on i mean she would have to be a 15 out of 10 <laughs> she, for, for any man to stay with that have to look like shakira or something i don't know what's going on here you know it reminded me of the the girl on love is blind that was like laughing when one of the girls was crying because she got rejected i think the the russian girl in this past season oh arena, yeah what was, was yeah arena yeah. and what was the other girl's name the blonde oh you yeah. guys will know you'll know in the chat yeah put us in the chat yeah <laughs> They were horrible. You know what I mean? It's just like, why are you being so horrible to people? That reflects so poorly on you. Yeah. Ugh. And just so, it's so weird to watch people do it so openly. Like, were you just never taught that that is not okay? I just don't understand. I have no clue how you can get that just openly mean. Well, I, I do have a clue how you get there. I think it's like, it's probably driven by insecurity. Like this girl is probably very insecure about her position in the world and, you know, other things that she's got going on in life. So she just dishes it out to people with cancer. Oh my God. gosh. Yeah. How that, messed up do you have to be? That Yeah. That's a, that's a super low, low. Yeah. I mean, you can, like somebody who does that to just normal individuals, like there's something to be said for that and be like, Hey, like that's terrible behavior. But right. if you're doing that to a cancer patient who is going through like living hell, through uh, chemotherapy and all those, all those things, like, dude, you run away. Yeah, get some help. Uh, we just got a fifty dollars super chat from Arjun One that we're gonna have to address immediately. No message, but you did send somebody flying on a little firework rocket, and that's very cool. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate your super chat. Wow. Yeah, horrible person. Break up with Nancy, oh, and oh, send her send her away. Nancy deal with is a biatch. Nancy <laughs> is a biatch. Um, okay. Am I the a-hole for not wanting to provide care to my grandma? Okay. Whew. My parents uh, my parents and I 
lived together with my 93-year-old grandma. Due to her fragility and a recent broken arm, she requires assistance with showering and meal preparation. Unfortunately, her condition is unlikely to improve. Consequently, my parents have made plans for a 10-day trip, and they are relying on me, 26 single, to stay at their house and take care of grandma in case of any emergencies. While my uncle will assist with showering, I need to be present in case she falls or her persistent cough worsens. I work a 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. I work from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., and I must admit that I am a deep sleeper, which means I'm essentially unavailable for a third of the day and may not immediately notice if anything happens during another third. I'm currently contemplating expressing my concerns to my parents about... Where's the rest of it? Let me, uh... Hold on. Okay, there it is. Uh, the concerns to my parents about taking on this responsibility. I lack experience in caregiving and feel uncertain about my ability to provide adequate assistance in the event of an emergency. Am I the a-hole? BFFR. BFFR. How are you... I'm sorry. How are you 26 years old? You're a grown-ass human being, and you don't know how to take care of somebody in the case of an emergency? You don't know what to do in the case of an emergency? I'm sorry. Uh-uh. And the excuse is I work from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., so I can't take care of my grandmother, who's on her last leg at 93 years old? To me, this is... You got to do something about that. Yeah. You got to fix that. This definitely seems to be an attitude issue. Like, it's understandable that you're working, you're deep sleep or whatever, but like, you should at least be game for doing whatever you can to help your ailing grandma who's 93. Right. The, the human being who's responsible for your existence on Earth. Maybe you should, <laughs> maybe you should help her out a little bit in her last, you know, years of life. I just don't understand. Is this like an American culture thing where we're just so like independent and sort of disconnected from prior generations of our family compared to other cultures that, you know, it, it becomes there's it, there's less of a sense of duty to care for your elders when you get of a certain age? I think I feel like other cultures are, don't have don't struggle with that as much as we do. I have listened to this guy from like Italy and he's like in Italy we do not do like all the the nursing homes that you have in the US. Like if you have an elder who's getting old, they're staying at your house, you're taking care of them, you're making sure they're fed, you're making sure they're they're showering and taken care of. And while they do have like nursing homes and stuff like that, that is not typically the route that people take culturally. I don't know if that's true as I've never been and I don't know anybody from there, but it feels like in the US people are like a, I don't want to do it. I don't want to take care of my grandparents or my great grandparents or like B, I'm like too scared or like C, I hate old people or something like that. We are so disconnected from the phases of life and aging and death and all these things that we kind of just shove it away and compartmentalize it. Yeah, this one, this one makes me sad um, to even hear like this is this is family. Um to your point earlier, the only reason you are on this earth is because of that woman. Right. And what she went through in life to bring your mother or your father or whoever it is into this world as well and help, probably helped raise you as well to get to 26 years old. Yeah. Um, I get you want your sleep and you need your sleep and all the health craze is talking about how important sleep is. But again, this is your family. Uh, stop running away from responsibility because once you're born into this world, you take on a, a level of responsibility, one for yourself, but also those you were born into, um, you know, the family that you're born into. And, mm -hmm. you know, this this just kind of makes my blood boil 
yeah. um, to, to see this because your grandmother is not going to be here for, for much longer. Like take the time to spend time with her and take care of her and let it be a happy or at least as peaceful as a send off as you could possibly make it. Yeah. It's a 10 day trip, homie. It's literally 10 days. And you have your uncle coming to do the showering part, which would presumably be the hardest part of the entire caretaking process is getting her in and out of the shower and you have somebody to do that uh, and i don't know this is just whatever yeah. <laughs> you you've got the problem in this case you need to fix that especially at 26 years old yeah are we what is that yeah, normal? what do you have going on in your life that's so important right but you can't take care of your grandma right at, at 26 okay next Okay, am I the a-hole for making my daughter go to her mother's funeral? I'm 35 male, and I was married years ago to the love of my life, but we got divorced before my now 13-year-old daughter turned one. Uh, to make a long story short, ex-wife cheated on me both before and during her pregnancy, and although I tried to save our marriage, she wanted out. In a nutshell... She said she wasn't ready for marriage and only said yes because she loved me at the time. She grew tired of me and abandoned my daughter and me. Over the years, I only saw her twice. Once on somebody's motorcycle where she seemed happy and another time at a bar where she spoke a little, where we spoke a little. Two months ago, I received the news that she died and I was torn up. I never loved anyone like I did her and I was so devastated. I quickly got in touch with a few friends and family of hers that I could find uh, and set up the funeral. The issue started when my daughter refused to go. She is as hard-headed as her mother was, so I basically had to drag her to the church. I knew she was acting up because she didn't know her mother, but this was her last chance to say goodbye, and I didn't want her to regret it in the future. She didn't talk to me the entire service, and when we got home, she locked herself in her room. Later, she said I only wanted to go to the funeral because I wasn't over her, which stung, and although I admit I cried, I was mad because she didn't know anything about her other than what people said. Her grandmother said I shouldn't have brought her to the funeral, but it seemed like the right thing to do. I know her mom loved her deep down, but didn't get the chance to tell her. Am I the a-hole? Hmm. You know, These are getting tougher. This yeah. is getting legit. Jeez. Normally, it's like, you know, I told my boyfriend not to eat the leftovers that I left in the fridge, and he <laughs> ate them, and I'm angry. Am I the a-hole? This is deep stuff. My first leaning is, A, she's 13 years old. This is one day out of her life to go to a funeral. So uh, if the question is go or do not go, the answer is probably go to the funeral, nope. even if she didn't know the woman that well. You can't change your mind later on that one. Right. Yeah. You can't change your mind later on that one. And you're 13. Like, you're 13. So it's not like this is going to be some big, important day. It's not like you're dragging a 30-year-old to their mother's funeral. This is like a little kid. So I'm thinking not. Not the a-hole. You're protecting the kid for future regret. From right. Future That's regret. the... Yeah. They... They won't ever have the opportunity to go again, and this is there. You only have one mother, regardless of how the relationship was. So right. I think you want to err on the side of like giving them the opportunity to be a part of something like that, and unless you know there was something that we're not seeing of like just right, they had a horrible abuse in the relationship. So it sounded like there was just kind of distance, and she's probably bitter about you know the way the whole thing went down. But yeah, which is understandable, but. At the same time, some things are bigger and I don't know, it's not something you want to regret missing later on in life. A hundred percent. That's what I think. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I, I don't think you're the a-hole here. Um, you're, you're being a father and sometimes being a father means that 
you appear to be the a-hole, especially mm-hmm. to a 13 year old, you know, t- right. preteen teenager. Right. Um, you know, regardless of it being a girl or a boy um, at that point in time, because they're going through a bunch of different stuff. But I think you're you're at least putting forward a, um, you know, uh the image of what you should do in life and what is proper and what is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, honorable, um, even though she dishonored you clearly in, in the relationship, you know, you have this, this physical action of going to her funeral is a way in which you have shown your forgiveness toward what happened, even if, even if it still hurts you. Um, and I think that's incredibly important to show your children as a, as a father, as a man of the house, mm-hmm. um, how to go about doing that in life because these are going to be very difficult situations as this clearly is. Um, but I, I think this is a great lesson that she will one day understand and appreciate, yeah. but in I the moment, agree. you just got to bite the bullet. Yeah. It seems yeah, like well you, said. you agree in the chat as well, guys, you said 74% say, no, he is not 26% of you disagree with his choice here. Yeah. I feel like you're teaching her how to deal with tough situations. You're teaching her how to maybe treat, or act towards people who have wronged her and you know she's 13 so there's there's also that we'll try to end on a lighter no my goodness <laughs> here's one more that i saved uh let's see would i be the a-hole if i excluded my three-year-old from a family trip my spouse and i have three children nine six and two and a half years old before we had kids and most years since we'd gone on an annual con i don't know what that mean that's about a 10-hour drive from us you know what an annual con is at a conference? Annual conference? Uh, we are gone from home for five days. Our six and nine-year-olds are great travelers, and they have been since they were babies. Our toddler is, to put it mild- mildly, not. He is sensory-seeking and kinesthetic and hates being trapped in a car seat. He screams intermittently just to hear his own voice. He is crying or whining at all times in the car unless he's asleep. He also is highly verbal and worships his older siblings, who in turn adore him. This year, last like last year, we are also taking our nephews, 15 and 17, along with our older children. We are paying for their attendance, food, lodging, souvenirs, etc., in exchange for some childcare. We all make a con schedule and trade off the kids. Our toddler could come with us, but and he would love the sights and sounds. He came last year and had a marvelous time, but the car ride was truly awful, and his presence curtailed what the rest of us could see and do. He could also stay with his babysitter, who feels like a bonus parent to him, and or his grandparents, who are more distant but trustworthy. He would have a great time, but the initial transition would be rough as he's never been away from us even overnight, much less for five days. I'm most concerned about him feeling left out when we get home and the kids are gushing about their experience, though he will, I suppose, have his own fun things to talk about. He will not understand ahead of time that he is not going to the conference. Am I the asshole? If I leave him home, uh, I'm on the fence. There was other yeah. like weirder things in this that had nothing to do. Like, I'm trying to think if my mother had like a work trip to go on or something like that. And she wanted to bring my older siblings and I was just too young to just be around people. And she's like, okay, we'll let you stay with the grandparents for five days. That would be fine. Wouldn't be upset about that. But I mean, you're two and a half years old. He's not even going to remember this. Yeah. Right. Presumably. I don't and think it I'm matters. still confused. Is it is it a conference? That makes no sense. Like why would like teenagers want to be on going on a vacation to a conference? It just like, says our annual con. I don't know what that if you guys Comic-Con? know what that is. Said? I don't maybe. Confidence family. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You guys drop it in the chat below if you understand what that means. 
I get like there's one element of like, okay, if you're gonna bring all your other kids, you can't just like leave out one kid and have them sitting at home doing nothing while everybody's gone and going on like a fun trip. But also he's right. two and a half years old. So sometimes there's just things you don't get to do that your older siblings get to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's that. This is a tough one. I mean, coming from a large family myself, like mm-hmm. I remember one being very young, dragged to a bunch of different things that I didn't necessarily want to go to. Granted, right. I don't I don't think. I mean my, my parents can correct me. I don't think I was a crazy toddler, but mm-hmm. um but at the same time, like, I don't know, there's there's a level of of call it tolerance, not in the same way that it's thrown about today, mm-hmm. that you have to have as a as a parent. And it's it's like I feel like not having him in the car just because he screams. I feel like there are other aspects uh in life and parenting yeah. that, that may be getting uh lost in the wash here. Um to where it, yes, it's a toddler and toddlers are difficult, but Something else is going on here, and I feel like there's an aspect of, you know, you're crippling them. You're crippling them for life mm-hmm. if you, like, incentivize or let things pass and, and create mm-hmm. um, these environments mm-hmm. in which they can act like that. So, I don't know. Maybe if you bring them around other people, adults, uh, their siblings, he, they get to watch. The child gets to watch how the, the idolized older siblings um, interact with adults and interact with people and and those kids do as well and it's just like right. it's a learning experience that in in general and i i don't know i'm, I'm kind of on the fence with this one too because mm-hmm. if they go to the grandparents like that's like i remember doing that a lot like mm-hmm. when my parents had to go on a trip or something so i don't know this is a weird one yeah i don't know either yeah it sounds like you're trying to portray that you have the only two-year-old who's like uncontrollable out of any parent ever and mm-hmm. i don't i don't necessarily buy that like scott's saying i think there's something going on here that's like maybe if you're your two-year-old such a nightmare to travel with like i get it like, like two-year-olds are two-year-olds but like if it's such a nightmare that it's unbearable for you and everybody like just to go on to go on a trip i there may be something else going on there that you know it reflects more on you than than the two-year-old themselves so yeah that seems like a little bit of a red flag there we're on the fence yeah he said he screams intermittently just to hear his own voice yeah it's like (laughs) (laughs) that has the same energy as the girl who insults cancer patients just we don't know when it's gonna happen (laughs) the medical condition out of nowhere (laughs) it just pops up yeah i don't know uh I'm inclined to be like, you bring all of them or you bring none of them. But also, just, he's in that sweet spot of being two and a half years old of like, just like nothing's going to, it's not going to land. You know what I mean? Like, but he could learn a lesson. Maybe you should have him in the car more often. Yeah. Drive him around. Just do a little test. Not the, not the 10 hour test, but do like a one hour <laughs> drive around test. See where, <laughs> see if we can, uh, see if we can get him. With those uh, car All manners. All I'm saying is, my parents would have brought me at two and a half, and they would have brought a spanking spoon, and yeah. everyone <laughs> yeah. would have had a great time, <laughs> except me if I misbehaved uh, here and there. Yeah, I'm but, so you know, I'm anti spanking. Right. We're gonna we're gonna have to do another video on this. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm in the anti anti spank camp, but uh, yeah. we'll we'll maybe talk about that at a later date because it's already four o'clock and we got to do super chats. <laughs> super chat birthday super chats none le- no less yeah. All righty, let's. Who's getting us started? Wow, there's a bunch. Uh, okay, Bizarro says just subbed. Good work, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. Strong With words. Periods after each sentence. Two, three two-word sentences. Love it. 
not uh, verbose at all. Cameron Campbell says, happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, Rhea Should I answer these Arts. with helium? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think there were a couple super chats coming up that we're going to okay. tell you to do it. <laughs> Ask. Okay. Ask. We're, we'll work yeah, on yeah. the helium. Um, Rhea Art SYMW just sends a super chat. No message. Thank you for that. Same for Lacey Hodges as Amala tries to get this balloon open. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going like, to try to get away from the mic. <laughs> oh, I think people oh, no. want to see the, the whole process. It's open. It's yeah. open. It's too open. Okay. Keep going, Taylor. Okay. Uh, Selena Echevarria says, we are birthday buddies. Happy birthday, Amala. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we are birthday buddies. That's fantastic. We also have the same birthday as Tupac. So hey. <laughs> there's that. Uh, <laughs> Why well, is it lasting works. so long? Okay. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Um, okay. Jabari Bryant says, happy birthday, Amala. Thank you. Dance for mo- Dance Moms fan says inhale the balloon. LOL in all caps. So, Dance Moms. I used to watch Dance Moms <laughs> a long time ago. I don't watch it anymore because it's like child exploitation at this point. But okay, keep going. Okay, Gelato says happy birthday. I'm so thankful for you and the crew. Do you prefer cupcakes, cake, or pie? Actually, none of those things. What I prefer the most on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I have one in the fridge here at PragerU. It's an edible arrangement. That's what I prefer the most. So I get an edible arrangement, which for those of you who don't know what that is, it's all fruit, right? And it's like arranged in a little bouquet. And I get those every single year. My grandmother sends me one. So shout out to my my grandma, my my best homie. She she sent me one today. Oh, cool. That's funny because Devin, our office manager, sent me a picture. And she's like, did you send this to Amala? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was my grandma. Okay. Well, my we got a fifty dollar from mm-hmm. Timothy ML. He says, "Sorry for interrupting your B day, but hear me out." Epic panel for a video: Amala, Gothics, Pearl, Brett Cooper, Roma Army, Sydney Watson, Shoe on Head, and Jordan Peterson. Look them up if you haven't seen them. I'd happy cry if I saw this. What do you think? Well, Timothy, thank also, you for your Brad super chat. Also, Brad Pitt and the Pope. Yeah, right. It does sound like a logistics nightmare, I'm going to be honest. Beyonce. To get us all on the same scheduled date would be crazy. The only one I haven't heard of on this list is Roma Army. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I'm not familiar. No idea. But, you know, that's a dream team right there. That is quite the lineup. That would yes. be quite the lineup. Yes, it would. Uh, all right. Okay. Sugar Cookie says, oh. happy birthday to one of the people that gave me the red pill. You're very welcome. Hey. Any day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing brain cells, guys. I need my brain cells for this job. This is the show's gonna fall off a cliff after this because yeah. Amla's not gonna be as gonna intelligent. Gonna be done anymore. tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Box Cat just sends a super chat with a little uh, heart hands emoji. Thank you, Box Cat. Patrick Moore says, "Happy birthday, Amla! Keep up the great work. I love your balance of compassion and truth." Thank you. I try to keep it compassionate on this show. <laughs> Ricky Ricky says happy uh, birthday. Oh, thank and, you. Appreciate it. And Sutma Dude says happy birthday, Amelie. You're officially old now. Expect the arthritis, hot flashes, alopecia, ingrown toenails, and warts to arrive shortly. Whoa, guys. Slow down here, man. <laughs> it's like with the am I the a-holes. We were talking about leftover food, and then we're talking about mom's funeral. I'm just trying to trying to live my life. Stay youthful. Jeez. At least he didn't insult the 1975. I guess he there gave you a go. break on your birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Lacey Hodges says, okay, I sent a super chat earlier, but forgot to put chat. 
Uh, just wanted to say happy birthday. Watching you since 2019. I'm 15, trying to find like-minded people. You and Brett Cooper oh. are my idols. Sup, Taylor? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> 15 years old. I feel like you're one of the younger ones who watches this show because we're normally like, what, 18 to 35? Uh, <laughs> Taylor's take loving the helium. Uh, Taylor's loving it. It's hilarious. Uh, all right, Sylvan Forge sends a little fox painting emoji thing. Nice. And Dance Moms fan again sends like a little crazy eyes emoji. So thank y'all for the emojis. <laughs> uh, down with DEI says, nice. Eureka McRae's story on Twitter is nuts. She was a black DEI leader at Safeway, secretly ran anti-gay slash white slash Jew Twitters and sent her son to beat up a gay employee. Whoa. Jeez. Uh, keep that energy away from me. I don't know what's yeah, going on there. Way to kill the vibe on the, <laughs> on the birthday stream. <laughs> we deliberately try to stay away from like uh, boycotting trans activist stuff and race stuff. Just, you know, but yeah, anyways, that I does see, sound like a crazy story. That does though. sound actually crazy. I don't know if I want to look it up, bring that energy into my life. You guys are all commenting your age in the chat, which I love. Comment your age down below. I want to see how old you guys are. We got 13, 21, 51, 19, 42. Number 31. 13, 31. There's all different types of ages. Lots of 13s. Hello, young people. Thank you uh, for Dixon is back, says they should really, they really should have gotten Justin Trudeau for this. Happy birthday, Amala. Oh, Justin funny. Trudeau for what? The blackface? Oh, yeah. uh, I be able see to what you did there. I see what you did. No, I don't feel here. like he could act black to save his life, to be honest. No. He just can paint his face. Just couldn't happen. <laughs> okay. uh, Fallon says, first time joining live. Happy birthday. Thank you, Fallon. Madison I feel like Jordan. a drug addict. I'm over here like <laughs> breathing yeah, in all this helium. That was the and last the one, guys. <laughs> one more hit and I'm off the stuff, guys. I swear. <laughs> You'll never uh, see me back on the streets again. <laughs> and I get never got caught neither. <laughs> He was the best guy around. <laughs> Nobody knows that meme, and I hate it. Okay, guys, get 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 on it. Uh, Madison Jordan says, "Glad I could finally watch catch a live stream of yours. Happy birthday! Just want to say you've made a big impact in my political awakening slash new oh. ideology, and I can't be more thankful. Hope you all have an amazing day. Thank you. I hope you guys have an amazing day too, and weekend because the weekend's coming up. So I hope you guys have some fun, do something cool." Zach Burke says, regarding the last live, since university slash college is paid indoctrination now, I wonder if conservatives recoil from higher education in response, if that won't let liberal views monopolize educated society over time. Yeah, I mean, there's there's that. Or you flip the script on them and you make university not as important as it is, which I think it's increasingly becoming less important to go and get a degree. The amount of people who... I see like working here around Prager you or like working at any given institution or company and you ask them like what's your degree and the degree has nothing to do with the job that they're doing now it's astounding sometimes to hear from people so it kind of sig signals to me that maybe college is not the most important thing ever mm -hmm. even though they drill it into you as if it is crazy and I know I know like Prager you and Daily Wire like barely care like you can put on your resume but they're not really like looking at that, that right much. they just want to see your skills Right. Like when Unless we were hiring Scott, editors, right, right, that helps. <laughs> when we were hiring editors, we're like, yeah, let's just see a video of the, let's see a, a a video that you've edited and see how good it is. And if the video is well edited, we'll hire you. I don't care about like your background or where you went to school for you know yeah. your skills. Yeah. Yeah, you could be like, I went to 
this fancy school and here's my editing certification but if you send us a video that's not good it's like okay right. well that's cool man right oh uh, okay zach burks oh no we just read his flynn vasence says it has been a hot minute i was dealing with nugget issues anyway here's ten dollar reduce what's rent like for you amala also what do you think of trump's indictment and should biden be too well i will not oh, disclose dear. my rent but it is not uh expensive also hey flynn it has been a while I, you've, you've not popped up all all as often as you have been before uh yeah what was the other question about Trump's indictment and if oh, Biden should be indicted too. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're going to play fair, then yeah, you should do that. I think it's all, you know, little witchy witch hunts. Uh, what did Megan Fox say? You mess with the wrong witch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm I have been burned at the stake. I have been burned at the stake. By little men like you. By insecure narcissistic <laughs> men like you before. <laughs> you, uh, you effed with the wrong witch. It's exactly what Donald Trump should say. Uh, Rory Watson says, "Good, happy Amala Day from the UK. Big fan of the work you and the crew do. I'm still working through every live while cooking, too. Wishing the best. Yeah, you guys always post what you're doing on your Instagram stories. This morning, a girl posted it was like me on a tablet or her laptop with the show and everything. And she was making coffee cookies at the same time, which is awesome. I love that you guys are all creative and cooking and baking and doing doing the damn thing. Hold up. What's a coffee cookie? I don't know. I don't know. Is it it's coffee a cookie and cookies? Coffee. I, I saw that story. I think, I it's, a, I think it's a cookie with coffee in it. I don't know. I'm a fan of both. Coffee so. flavored cookie. I like coffee you cake. Can explain that. Yeah? You like coffee cake? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not like a fan of coffee. cake you have with coffee. Is a coffee cookie like a coffee flavored cookie or a cookie uh, that you eat with coffee? We'll have to ask her. We'll get down to the bottom of this. <laughs> we will launch a full investigation. Yeah. Complete and total shutdown. Uh, Flynn again says, are, also, are there any rules for super, new rules for Super Chat? It's just five or more is what gets read at the end of the show, guys. No new rules, uh, depending. We might have to change it soon because it's still keeping us here for quite yeah, some time. Too long. But too we'll figure long. it out. We'll figure it out. I'll let you know if anything changes. Speaking of change, Monday, the show is at 1 p.m. Pacific instead of at 3 p.m. Pacific. So it's two hours forward. If you're on the East Coast, it's going to be at 4 p.m. rather than 6 p.m. So want to let you guys know that we are moving the show to a earlier time in the day so that we can hang out with y'all sooner, get things done sooner, get more video content out to you guys and just, you know, have a better workflow so that we can hang out and do so for extended periods of time because right now we we run quite late so next week starting monday monday wednesday and friday the videos are going to be and the lives are going to be at 1 p.m pacific 4 p.m eastern so thank you for that big changes coming new year new you <laughs> yeah exactly Deja Nunn says happy birthday i like all three of you guys y'all have a good perspective on life which they spelled that Y-A-W, y'all. Yeah. Uh, just thought <laughs> you'd that. like to know. I love that. Would love to have a conversation with y'all one day. And yeah. I, and I, considering I am a walking contradiction of what the left and right wing believe. Good day, y'all. Hey, nice. I mean, maybe one day, I've, I've met so many of you guys recently that maybe one day we will have a little convo. Mm -hmm. I was at an Indian and ho restaurant. Hopefully you're not just, you know, straight down the line with siding with one side. You, right, you, you, a little nuance. Like the free thinkers here, the makes you interesting like to mix it up mm -hmm. uh 
Viribus Unitis says, uh, Happy birthday, Amala. Cultural detail in Catholic tradition, the month of June is dedicated to the Sacred Heart, symbol of humility and social order. And today wow. is the solemnity of the Sacred Heart. So God bless you specially. Wow, mm -hmm. I did not know that. Scott knew that. Yeah. Scott's our Scott resident Catholic. Over there That's a great super chat. Thank yeah. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Scott knew Ex it. <laughs> extra points for That's you. That's pretty cool. It's, not, it's nice to know. I didn't know that. Uh, Lily H says, happy birthday. Big thank you from Illinois. Love hearing the podcasts. My father and I love Prager you and all you do. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, Dixon Butts says, the crazy slash hot scale is a real thing. Oh, from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> yeah. Crazy hot. There, you know what? It actually might be, right? Because hot women have a lot of audacity sometimes. Wasn't you know? it also, I, I thought it was also one of those diagrams, you know, the F around and find out. Yes, things. it's very like similar. It another, it's the X, Y axis yeah, of crazy yeah. and hot and what is tolerable. <laughs> uh, and they go into this whole thing about like crazy eyes and she had the crazy eyes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I used to love how I met your mother. Oh my gosh. I haven't watched that in so long. Mm. It's a good show. Lynn Deal says, happy birthday, Amla. I send prayers and good wishes. Hope you enjoy dancing. On the father's story, he did the right thing from personal experience. With the funeral, yeah. We're on the same page. We're on the same page as you. I think so. You going dancing? Going dancing, y'all. Going dance at night. Dinner, dancing. Is this so, like structured dancing, right. like an actual dance, or is it just like, you know, free flow, free, free flow, hip hop you know, music, ratchet, and yeah, yeah. hanging out, breaking it down, <laughs> just ratchet. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, no, not, we're not line dancing or anything like that. Although I would love to do that one day because I feel like I'd be really good at it where they actually have like a structure to in chore choreography and all that, but not today. Yeah, well, I'm too good at that, so <laughs> you don't even want to see <laughs> He's me. Stay I would away. do it, but I'm just too. I would want to. It would cause you, too so. much friction, you know. Yeah. Uh, Keely Graham says, "My first stream, and it's your birthday. Happy birthday! I ordered cake because you made me want cake." <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm not encouraging healthy habits, I guess. Sorry, How was guys. that unicorn cake? By it the way, I have no idea good. what flavor it was. So much frosting, y'all. For those of you who don't know, I do not like frosting, so there's just like. Frosting. I like the frosting. There's more than so much like frosting. Much, I'll have like a frosting. cake and just like a little tiny layer of frosting. That's how I. That's why. How I like it. I yeah. legit used to eat like a full Pillsbury like <gasps> canister of frosting just you know, in a weekend. That is so concerning. At high school, that <laughs> that's that you can eat anything. Terrifying, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we that's had amazing. Wow. We had to make cupcakes for like my niece's uh, birthday or something a few weeks ago. And so we had some leftover frosting. And the other day I took like a spoon and got some frosting out of it and just like walked around the house and was like eating the frosting. And then I, I found my wife upstairs and she was like watching TV or whatever. And she had an empty spoon next to her. And I'm like, did you have frosting on that? And she was like, yep. I'm like one of those people I'll get, you know, like the whipped cream frosting cakes where it's just like whipped cream is like very fluffy, mm -hmm. light, not like I uh, prefer that because I hate whip. frosting. Ugh. Yeah. It's like where they literally just use whipped cream to frost the cake. <laughs> those, are the, those are the cakes or pies that you to pie people in the face not to actually oh my god cool okay. is it anything like the meringue like meringue pie or like less thick less okay. thick like literally just straight up like whipped cream like the whipped cream from cans kind of thing on a cake yawn. solid yawn <laughs> rude. rude sorry it's your birthday it's i mean like great, great. that sounds lovely yeah, it sounds lovely everything i say sounds good because it's my birthday 
Uh, we have uh, all the same taste in everything. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Sammy RN says, happy birthday, Amala. Hope this is your best year yet. P.S. Get on team spanking because as a spank child, I dreaded the lecture that came before the spanking way more than I did the spanking. Oh, no. I'm, nev- I'm sorry, guys. You're never going to get me on team spanking. I'm sorry. The anticipation was the worst part. Like, go to my room and wait for me. Oh, my God. That was way worse than, like, the physical pain ever was. Yeah, no. Oh. See, I just can't. Well, that's a topic for another day because I'm sure it will cause a heated debate in the comments. So, uh, <laughs> you guys do get out. really offended Discord channel by that. on spanking and yeah. you guys can debate spanking. Yeah. Uh, Timothy ML, we read you. That was a thank you for the $50 one again. Uh, Lacey again says, I'm actually going to be 16 on the 19th. LOL. Ooh. Love your helium voice. Oh, uh, 19th. 16. I know. A few people with the birthday the 19th so congratulations happy birthday <laughs> congratulations yeah they are they are uh timothy again says also happy birthday i'm finally not broke while watching otherwise i'd throw money at your show more often oh, <laughs> that is so an epic nice. lineup roma's a mra i don't know what an mra is roma the streamer is that what they're talking about yeah oh i don't know i don't know what an mra is either hmm, hmm. sorry well We'll have to Google her and figure it out. Yeah. Um, Yvoon C says, happy birthday, Amla. Hope you have another beautiful and productive year. Didn't know you were a Gemini. Yes, I am. I don't know what that means, but yes, I am. <laughs> Gemini gang. I'm not into astrology, as you could probably tell. Yeah, same. Uh, J- Julian Gian Grande says, happy birthday, Amla. Mine's the 28th. Oh, lots of June babies hanging out in the chat today. Love that for you. Love that for you. Love that for you. <laughs> uh, Keely Graham says, hi, Ayala. I think that was just a mistype. Yeah, she corrected yeah. it in a later super chat. Hi, it's my first live. Uh, I have made it too. I hope you have a good birthday. Also, I really want to see you and Brett in one video. Y'all are my idols. Oh, maybe again, it might happen. Might happen I mean, soon. this sneakily kind of already did happen. If you guys want to see them on the same video, they are together for a, a brief moment a in Amla's um, new documentary, Unwoke. That's a on PragerU.com. Leading so. moment in time. Cross <laughs> paths. Brett Cooper and Amla Epinobi. Unwoke the, Inc. The collab everyone's waiting for. They made a documentary <laughs> together, guys. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Dixon again. More time for Super Chats next week. Uh, we We will. Yeah. We'll be here. We'll be here. Ingeborg Christofferson says, happy birthday and hello from Denmark. Finally caught alive. I'm looking forward to you starting the stream earlier. Maybe I'll actually be able to watch live sometimes. It's 1 a.m. here. Oh, so then we'll be starting at 11. That's a couple hours for you. Yeah. We're moving up in the world. (laughs) Also, thanks for watching from Denmark. I always love to hear from Scandinavia. Very cool. Uh, Mr. Varro says, happy birthday. How do you keep from getting angry at the left the way the left gets angry at the right? I'm chilling, y'all. I used to get very angry. I still get do sometimes. Just depends on the story. Sometimes I get really like, I just cannot believe what I'm reading. But for the most part, you know, I've tried stuff to with kids and the BS about cultural appropriation. I feel like those are two of your yeah, triggering man, things. It's just crazy sometimes. <laughs> I feel like I'm seeing red when I read some of these stories. But other than that, you know, how do I remain chill? It's just from having been one, I think, that I'm like, okay, it's totally fine. Everything's going to be fine. It's all going to pan out. 
And if it doesn't pan out, the world keeps on a turn and now doesn't it. So why should I waste my anger and my energy on uh, said spinning rock? Hmm. That's how I feel. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Flynn, back for one or two more. You forgot to bread the rest of the rules one and it's bug it, not nugget. Budget. I don't know what this is. He said he was having nugget problems, remember? And I was like, what's a nugget problem? (laughs) Is he saying it's budget? um, Well, then he said bug it and then he said budget. So maybe it's budget problems. Oh. Uh, He forgot to bread the rest of the rules one and it's budget. I don't know. I'm sorry. I think Uh, he means you forgot to read the rest of the super chats maybe. And it's budget, not nugget as if... Because he said he's not sending super chats because he has budgeting problems. Is that what happened? Uh, okay. <sighs> if that is, if I'm right wow. about that, this is psychic, psychic elements. I'm, I'm going to okay, become yeah. a medium. Well, he asked again what the rent was like where you live, and you say you're not going to say your rent. Oh, but, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not yeah. crazy expensive for LA. Not crazy expensive right? for LA. It's quite. And, he, and then he also said, "Keep up the work." Shout out to the people in the background. Quite so. very reasonable. I feel like I could say, I just don't want to say anything in reference to anything that has to do with where i live because there's like super sleuths on the internet have you seen these people who can like locate anybody anywhere from like two seconds of what they've said on the internet miranda cosgrove yeah tiktok i sent you that was crazy that's crazy some dude killed himself in her yard because he was obsessed with her so after trying to shoot somebody who was driving in a car that looked like hers yeah yeah so i'm i don't mention anything that has to do with living because <laughs> i know so some people are just like i don't know y'all know how to find anything yeah that's scary so weird uh, there's this tiktok account where like these these there's essentially this guy who runs a tiktok and people challenge him like i bet you can't find where i'm at right now and he just like does these tiktok videos where he searches based on stuff he sees in the background of the videos or like tiles on the floor and stuff and can find exactly where they're at Dude, my brother-in-law was telling me about one of those games that's like, it's like, you know, they have like Worldle and like, you know, they show you a frame of a movie and you have to guess the whole movie. One of them, and it's like a competitive game where they show you like an image from Google Maps that is Mm -hmm. somewhere in the world. And you take that one image and like people figure out where it is. And it's just like a random street in Timbuktu or whatever. And they can like use little context clues and the position of the sun and you know the type of signs or license plates on the cars or whatever and they just like figure out exactly where it is yeah just insane yeah so you could throw out a random rent number and i'm sure somebody could find that too or like be able to like decipher all the different places that have that (laughs) yeah no sorry time to homestead in alaska i love y'all but gonna ron swanson our computer (laughs) right now exactly right uh journey of an introvert says happy birthday girl your voice with helium sounds like me and all my friends way back in sixth grade (laughs) yep probably me in sixth grade too it's probably exactly what i sounded like uh timothy amel again says really guys men's rights activists i don't know what that mra oh Oh. The more you know, there's an acronym for that. Oh my gosh, we learned what? What PWI, predominantly white institution, and MRA, and men's rights activists. Apparently, that's a thing. Look, there's so much alphabet soup going on these days. I can't deal with it. Just, I don't don't want to give it to me straight, brother. (laughs) Say the words. Uh, 
AVJR. Hey, Amal, I've been watching your shorts last year, and this year I subscribed. All right. Oh, incremental, hey. incremental progress. Late Appreciate it. Love that. <laughs> I hope you'll have a good one. God bless you. Oh, thank you so much. That's fantastic. Thank you for subbing. Pink Deluxe says, happy birthday. Greetings from Germany. Keep doing what awesome. you do. Thank you so much. Watching from far away. Dankeschön. Yeah, it's got to be... Uh, going to be 1 a.m. in Germany, too, around there. There's something around there, right? Um, this is the last one I see. Mr. Varro says, MRA is a men's rights activist. So thank you for that. Okay. And that's oh, wait. A couple more. Oh. Uh, well, Frank May Mayen just sends an emoji, laughing emoji. So thank you, Frank. And Cyber Bacon says, why is your studio Ghibli decor gone? It's, it's not, not gone. It's there. Scott knew what to do. Yeah. Scott it's knew what there. to do. It's right there. Boom. And uh, yeah, I've got some more stuff. I forget what was sent to me that I got. Uh, obviously, my little keychain is a little <laughs> sits right, right there. Boom! From Spirited Away, for those of you who don't know that movie. Uh, so I, I have, I'm surrounded by uh, Hayao Miyazaki's creations, which is so awesome. Just, just love it. Oh, and another one from Gal Pal Val, who says, I describe you to friends as what Boo would look like grown up. Really enjoy your takes. And I uh, reference your videos a lot. Thank you for sharing your perspectives. Boo from Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. Maybe I have, I do have big eyes. So, I get it. You know what? At least in the eyes, I can see it. Boo is a little white girl. So, <laughs> there's that too. <laughs> but you but know if there what? were a live action remake, Amala, you would totally I'm be cast. in there like swimwear, baby. I'm getting that job. <laughs> That's uh, one Disney race swap I could get Yeah, it'd be trans, trans race in that case, trans age. <laughs> There'd be so many things going on if I was cast as Boo. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, well, guys, that completes our super chats for the day. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed. I'm going to go to my birthday dinner after this, and then I'm going to go dance it up, uh, and we'll see what happens after that. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Let me know what your weekend plans are in the chat down below, or leave it as a comment when the show is done. Also, leave your answers for the am I the a-holes. How'd you feel about it? Did you disagree with us? Did you agree with us? Drop it in the comments after the show. And as always, please like, subscribe. Click the notification bell to be notified every single time we're live, which is now going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. We're doing that change next week, so we'll see you all then at the earlier time. And on our other videos that happen throughout the week, we'll just post them when they're ready for you, when they're of the chef's kiss best quality. That's when you get your Tuesday, Thursday, and possibly a Saturday video. That might be something new, okay? I'm um, not going to make any promises, though, because... You never know what's going to happen, guys. Thank you so much for watching. If you'd like to sign up for my email newsletter, which every Friday you'll get a little blurb from me about what's going on in my life, you can sign up in the link in the description down below. Also, go to our Discord if you want to talk to other fans of the show. Outside of the show, have debates and pictures of your dog, your food, your family, whatever it is you want to do. Connect with people who are like-minded in the Discord down below. That's it for me. See you guys on Monday.